A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? And we're live. Welcome back to another episode of Swift's podcast. And as you know, we have lost track of what episode number we are on. <laughs> but the most important thing is that we're here. And this is Ashley. And this is Shelby. And we have a very special guest. Um, yes. One of our close friends. We have Leah, Leah. Banks joining us. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to see you. You used to live in Houston. You've since... Mm -hmm. um, moved rudely to Sadly, utah i know yeah me too <laughs> yeah against your will i guess um but i'm i'm glad to see you in virtually in the flesh i guess thank you good to see you yeah. guys it's great you know <laughs> leah we have all, the three of us have a history together we we know each other we're friends we've hung out in person it's not all virtual <laughs> Um, how do you, I mean, it kind of goes, I know you through Shelby. So let's yes. start at the beginning. How do you know Shelby? Well, I don't really remember meeting Shelby, but <laughs> the, the, I, I did once have a Christmas party at my mm. house and her husband came before he was yes. her husband. And he was like, Hey, I'm dating this girl in New York and she's going to move here. And I was like, perfect. I want to be her best friend. And he was like, <laughs> Okay, sure. And then somehow I met her. I don't know how, but like <laughs> I think it was your thirtieth birthday party. I think it was that was. When oh, is that when we met? met? Oh, that is right. Yeah. I think so, so yeah, that I think so. that would explain why I don't really remember it. <laughs> it was low like, on the priority there was, like, list a of lot the of night. People. Yeah. <laughs> you were but just that birthday party tipsy. theme kind of goes in with today's conversation, right? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was that yes. was before I knew Leah. So how yeah. I know Leah is it was all started online. Shelby and I and I made our podcast. You two obviously were best friends by then, inseparable, <laughs> and you were following our podcast. And I think I had mentioned on the podcast how I like my favorite murder. Oh, and then this right. girl who I was managing Instagram. I didn't really know who you were, but uh, but Turns out you knew Shelby. You were like <laughs> messaging us and everything about like, oh, you guys are like this. Like, it, I think you thought you were talking to Shelby because it was all like this. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I was like giving you tips. I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> you do, oh, do this, do this, and then you're like, and you guys do such a great job. And then, mm. then we talk about my favorite murder and everything like that. I'm like, this girl's acting like she knows me. I'm like, maybe everyone <laughs> thinks we're best friends. And then we actually we didn't meet through Shelby. It wasn't like through Shelby that we met in person, but we like my. My favorite murder they're having some um i think it was a painting with a twist yeah and complete strangers only talked on through like <laughs> through line we uh we carpooled out to katie and painted with a bunch of uh <laughs> yeah. murderinos which was fun i'm happy it was, for you guys I yeah know. and then the rest is history <laughs> bonded over corgis and my dog trying oh. to kill your dog oh, the first time did. i mean did, yeah all three of us can bond over Leah? that she, he, oh, yeah. Pabu, Pabu tried to, to murder everyone when yeah. he meets. <laughs> Pabu literally tried to kill Lupe when we first met. Yeah. Well, so okay, this is like the weird thing. So that happened, and then Ashley was like, "Hey, can we see if he'll try to kill your dog?" And I was like, "Sure, <laughs> let's test this out." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because Turns I out. had thought. So for like long, long time ago, mm. Shelby and I met. We 
we met at a dog park and I think everything was fine. But then no, I I brought Lupe to your house first. First, okay. We were like, oh, dog friends, just come over to the apartment. Like it'll be fine. We have leftover cake from Lance's birthday or something. Yeah, yeah. And And then Pablo went straight for the throat. (laughs) Oh my gosh! And he he was like six, seven months at the time. So it wasn't like he was like this full grown dog and he had never been like that. We'd had corgis over at the house and he saw Lupe and he was like, kill Lupe, kill Lupe. And you guys, I was so embarrassed. We just put him in the bedroom and we forgot about him. And then we went to a dog park. Yes. We, it was much and, better. Yeah, it was a much better dog park. And then yeah. I was like, hey, Leah, can you bring um, can you bring your pup over and see if Pablo's going to kill her? I'll put him on a leash. <laughs> I put him on a leash. And he was fine on the leash a second time with Leah's yeah. dog. But he growled at first and then he was fine. You guys. Oh, Pabu. <laughs> yeah, but also of kind of relates pup. to the topic today. Yes. Killing. That's yes. very on theme. <laughs> it's very, very on theme. And one reason why we brought Leah on is because, as you have already known, my favorite murder, that's how Leah and I first initially met in person. We have gone to the live My Favorite Murder podcast airing out in Sugarland. You know, we, we've talked a lot about murder together, especially now with the Gabby disappearance. We've texted about it. We've come up with our theories about it's it. It's our main and topic of conversation is murder. It <laughs> is. Like, it is. Like Google results, missing dead girls, and you just start to start well, your Saturday chat. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I mean, Gabby's kind of a big deal right now, so it's yeah. it's kind of like all the topics. So we are, you know, she, she like shared a few stuff, accounts with me. I've shared her, my theory with her, which is way wrong. Um, but it's been... <laughs> It's been it's been fun bonding over people who kill each other, people who steal from each other. Um, Shelby, what are your thoughts on true crime? <laughs> because you I always laugh. Like, she doesn't want to be friends with us anymore. No, no. I've never like listened to it. Like I finally listened to Serial like years after it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, one because I wasn't like into podcasts really. I, I find it hard to listen to them often. Um, <laughs> ironic, I know, but um I've never like gotten into it mostly because I think it's like, I I don't know. I don't like the unsolved nature of a lot of them. And then Mm -hmm. it's like unsatisfying to me in the end. And then also I do, I have mixed feelings on the, of the The content creation (laughs) of (laughs) these victims. But I know like Rob loves them. Rob listens to the one with the two dudes who I, I cannot stand true crime garage. That, oh no! Last podcast on the left, I think. Uh, is that the one? Oh yes, yep, yep. I can't listen to them. They just—they're just rambling on them. about like nothing, and it's like <laughs> get to the yeah. point, get to the get to the death. Um, yeah. So, what about you know true crime in the media? What about outside of podcasts? Because I know you had said that you don't listen to yeah. podcasts, but like. Um, Jean Benet Ramsey. You had, mm-hmm. um, you know, all these other high case profiles. Mm-hmm. Did you follow them, or are you kind of like that's that's really sad? I don't want that in my life. I mean, it's not so much like I definitely have followed along the Gabby Petito story, and like mm-hmm. I'm definitely aware of when big profile things happen. And I've like I've watched all the documentary series. Like I really loved the Nun one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I was less into the HBO I'll be gone in the dark one. Um, so I think it just depends on the storyline and like the, mm-hmm. I, I, the end result often too. And also the way that they examine it. Cause I feel like something like 
What was that one that was huge on Netflix that like sort of jump started the docu series? The like guy. Oh, making a murder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yep. yep. And so I like like that, but then the second the follow up felt like. I don't know. It, it's hard for me to like always know if I'll enjoy something, but I've definitely like watched it. You you can't avoid it anymore, right? Like yeah, it's and, always and there. I'm totally there with you. You know, I find I, I like podcasts. I listen to them all the time when I'm cleaning. Sometimes I fall asleep to them. But my true crime, how I became like a true crime not buff, but junkie. just obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah junkie came like how I became obsessed with that was not through podcasts. It like started when I was younger. I would go to my piano <laughs> teacher's house. And while she was teaching my, you know, my sister, she had these books, like, you know, mm. these like true crime books. And I would flip to the photos. Oh my and gosh. I would flip. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I would do is flip to the photos to see like, because also, I don't know if who, do, I don't know if you, I don't know if you do this, Leah, when you listen to podcasts about true crime, but when they are talking about someone, let's say Gabby, the first thing I'm going to do on a podcast is look up what they look like because I want to visualize what's going on. And then also you see like all the crime scene photos, blah, 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 blah. But I, I'm very I visual. I totally don't. No. Like, I'm not visual <laughs> at all. I listen to it and I read about it. I don't watch any true crime like shows because oh, I can't see it. Oh. You're scared and then, though. Like, yeah. Right. And then like also when I'm reading stuff, I don't picture it. Yeah. Like oh. ever, so, shut that part down. Yeah, it's like these are just words, and I'm reading yeah. these words, and like, okay, Leah. But, so, where did your you know you you love my favorite murder? Obviously, you and I bond over all these cases. Where did your true crime obsession come from? So, I feel like this isn't like really true crime, but like my grandma read a lot of Mary Higgins Clark books, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know, but it's like. I feel like that's like a gateway to true crime because it's like <laughs> such realistic, like, like who done it? Yeah, and so when mm. I was like eight, there's nothing else to read at my grandma's house. I just read <laughs> yeah. Mary Higgins Clark books, yep. and then I feel like that kind of like led into the true yes. crime. Also, I feel like you can't grow up in the '90s like without being into true crime. Like the '90s were a horrific time, mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. feel like, well, and we know, like came of age during Elizabeth Smart, which I feel like yeah. is a huge yeah, that was a huge Jean part Benet, of my childhood. Elizabeth Smart, and then we had the the internet booming at the end of the nineties. <laughs> yeah, so true. it was all those just... um, email chains that are like about pedophiles on. <laughs> Uh, yes. AIM, yeah, coming yeah. to get you if you don't forward to 20 friends. Yeah, that sticks with you. <laughs> You're like, oh my true. gosh. Actually, yeah, did people before the internet worry about pedophiles as much as we do now? Well, like- clearly not. Like, they <laughs> in, in the 80s, I think, in the 80s, because you had that one guy, the one boy who was stolen from his house, and mm. supposedly it was like a pedophile ring that went all the way up to what, like the president or something like what? that. So, <laughs> yeah. Not up to have president, you been on, the government. Have you been oh, on? Is this like a- <laughs> no? It, it's not the president, but it's like it, it went up to like all the state officials. Um, if you know Shelby, you know. I'm sure yeah. you have any murderinos in here. I know. I know. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> it was a, it was a paper. It was a paper boy who got abducted, and oh they I, I I think they found the body, but they had they had never found the person. So. Nobody, no crime at first, but then they found the body and then the mom just kept on digging in and digging in and found all these conspiracies. And then actually, did they find the body? Because she said her her um, her son as a 20-year-old came and visited her, said, this is who I am. I'm alive. 
this is what happened. This is who took oh me. And then she just went down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm like, not saying the, I'm not. Was he found in a Wayfair locker or? Well, just- <laughs> he, he only, he only showed, he only visited her once like in person. It wasn't like a ghost story and you can't really, you don't really know if that, if that's who it was. So it's kind yeah. of like this conspiracy why would theory. He, why would he, I don't want to derail this, but why would he yeah, visit no. her one time? Well, well, Instead because, of being like, hey, I'm happy to be yeah. home. Who knows? Because maybe he was down the <laughs> rabbit hole of that, the whole pedophile well, ring. He's, yeah, he's like got his own oh, life. Right, right. And he's yeah. just like, I want you to move on like I've yeah. moved on. But, <laughs> but then I she think, became more obsessed. Well, they, they yeah. thought that like <laughs> they thought it was – the reason why I think they found a body, which they didn't, the reason I thought is because um, who – John Grisham. Not John Grisham. That's an author. John – <laughs> he's he's from the uh, America's Cusack. Most Wanted. His oh. – <laughs> no. Who, oh, who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So What's the, the person who did the jo- the Americans Most Wanted, his son actually got abducted and murdered and was beheaded yeah. and they found his body and they thought maybe these were interrelated, but they, they don't, that, that we don't, we wow. don't know. So. Wow. You have so nobody, much no crime. information. No, you but, but should start a podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. Not great information. Just, I haven't checked my facts just information, <laughs> but so like, this paper boy, nobody, no crime. They don't know if he de- if he's dead or if he's not. Everyone thinks he's dead, yeah, but that is, that's sad. Yeah, you guys I, went down a rabbit hole of probably fa- a lot of fact checking needs to happen. <laughs> and maybe if I ever started a true crime podcast, a lot of fact checking would happen. Who knows, Leah? You can help me out with that. Possibly, no <laughs> fact checking will happen. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay, you guys. So we have been doing Patreon for about a few months, and it's been really hard to really come up with, like, content to get people, like, to come in because – not a lot of people are love seeing our fa- love seeing our faces. There's a select <laughs> few. Yeah, there's a select few. I love and- seeing your faces. Oh, yeah, thank you. I mean, there's there's the people who matter are on our Patreon right now, and they love seeing our face. <laughs> yes, yes. But. You know, oh, we've been talking about um, true crime right now. So Leah and I, who, you know, sh- you can see that we have just bonded over true crime. You know, and Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yeah. Murder. And Taylor Swift. So her, I was thinking like, well, my gosh, like we should start something on our Patreon account. <laughs> and I'm no, really agree. excited about it. <laughs> my dog is so excited about it. Give me one second. Hold He's that like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> He subscribes to Patreon. <laughs> He's really like howling like a ghost. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do a – I'm not going to release the name of the Patreon, but we're going to do a special or a separate Patreon podcast that's true crime related. And I'm not going to release the name yet because I, I like it. And our first episode isn't going to drop until November. So we're going to keep you know the, the name of what our Patreon podcast is under wraps. And maybe we'll have a few people hop on. We know a we know a good group of pe- of Swifties who like true crime, so maybe we'll have a few guest appearances. Um, talk about maybe our favorite murders compared to Taylor Swift. You know, we know Taylor Swift is a true crime junkie based off of her recent song "No Body, No Crime." Yeah. So we just thought it would be a perfect addition to our Patreon. Tim. Yeah, we're excited. Maybe Taylor will join our Patreon. <laughs> Taylor, you can be a guest, and we can talk about your favorite um, true crime yes. murder. You're or welcome anything. anytime. Yes, yes. So we're do gonna kind of what? Sorry, I was gonna ask. Do you guys have a guess on what Taylor Swift's favorite 
Or maybe entryway into true crime was. Do you think there's a gateway drug for her that you think this story? How long has SVU been out? Because <laughs> she loves yeah. SVU. And she was like a young that's person. Right. Like her mom that was, was watching it's SVU. It's like 22 seasons. Like, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's been around a while. I think SVU Law & Order was her gateway. Because that's what I watched when I was younger, too. You know, my it. family did watch um, – Law and Order, um, Criminal Intent, which is more oh. about the psychological. <laughs> with the no, he, with the guy that um, was a cockroach in Men in Black, and then <laughs> that the girl sounds who, familiar. Yes, and then the girl who was the girlfriend on The Mighty Ducks. I don't know that uh, reference. I don't know, but, but okay. yes. I only watched SVU. I watched them all because my mom watched them all. And I really liked. <laughs> I I liked all of them. Like just yeah. From all all perspectives, but the SVU is the one I've really like. Well, SVU is the only one that's really stuck around, but <laughs> that's the one I'm excited <laughs> for. And I have to say that I am shocked because Taylor has been she very vocal on her love for SVU. She's had Olivia. She's had the actress oh, in right. one of her her videos. She's had her I think walk down the runway. She's had her her cat named after the main person. So. Yeah. I, when I'm looking at all of her guest appearances, she's done CSI. You know, she did. Oh, right. She's a guest guest on CSI, season nine, episode 16. I think it's turn, turn, turn. She was like a troubled youth. But I am so shocked that, one, she hasn't guest appeared on either of the shows that her cats are named after, <laughs> Olivia and Meredith. So I'm just kind of like – is Taylor ever going to hop on? She should. I mean, it would just make sense. A lot of stars are on there. Maybe it's just like yeah. too much for her. Like that's just like, I don't know. I think I would like have a heart attack if I was like on my favorite show. So maybe it's just, <laughs> she's just like, I guess. She's fangirled too hard. Yeah. Or she, she doesn't want to like ruin the mystery of it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Behind the scenes kind of ruins things sometimes. That's or true. maybe she just couldn't get into the moment of like, couldn't get into maybe the Maybe she's not that good of an actor oh <laughs> maybe she was in it and she was just in a body bag and so we yeah. saw her <laughs> yeah i love that i love that hey. she's just like secretly starring in shows <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, like don't characters. even know yeah uh, i love how we just the time i love how we briefly just um you know ignored shelby's or maybe she's not a good actress comment <laughs> I mean, is that is that a provocative take? I mean, not that she I wouldn't mean, be allowed on, but it's just like like Lee was saying, it's a lot of like it's a lot of grunt work for like a show, like where she I don't know, like New Girl, her appearance was like thirty seconds, you're in, you're out, but and slapstick, what which do New Girl on, is, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, she gonna do on SVU? You know, it, I mean, die in the beginning. Hey, or like I don't know, I feel like she's too happy. Yeah, you know, like have to, you to be, hold on, like, hold on. Have you seen CSI Turn 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 episode sixteen clips. season nine? And have I can see it? why SVU is like. Mm. <laughs> she was not happy. She was a brooding yeah. teenager. You guys, she yeah. was brooding trouble. She 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 was a blonde, and then she had she had a whole freak out, and she went brunette, like dark black yeah. brunette was emo style. It's, Taylor knows how to rough. flip these characters, you guys. She has depth, yeah. (laughs) Going brunette doesn't make you emo. I'm just putting on a wig. (laughs) That's Taylor's emo. It's the you belong with me strategy. Um, 
Well, if you but, guys haven't guessed, you guys probably have by now. The song of the week is <laughs> Nobody, No Crime. Hence, oh, why did we not say that yet? <laughs> I mean, we officially hadn't said it yeah. yet. It's in the title, and we've talked about true crime so much. But we always kind of, like, give a little, like, official announcement. Nobody, yeah. no crime. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. I guess mostly for your guys' sake. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like this is one that was um, championed from the get-go of Evermore's release. I I know – I think it was a favorite for you, Ashley. Is that mm-hmm. true? It yeah. was. I loved it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the moment that I saw the track list, No Body, No Crime, it You're was like, exhilarating. Yes. <laughs> come on. Come on. You're what like, about you, Leah? She wrote. <laughs> Were you – Oh, just- it's definitely my favorite. Hold on. Oh, wow. Your favorite song ever? Or well, off the album. Off the off album. album. Okay, so I don't what know about ever? What is your favorite song ever? I know we're <laughs> backtracking a bit, but what's your favorite song of Taylor Swift? Uh, oh, that's so hard. Are you even that's a Swifty? So if you can't, <laughs> uh, no. It's like, are you a true Swifty? If not, all of them are your favorite. No, <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's fair. True. That's fair. Okay, do you have a favorite album at least? Yeah, but I don't think anybody agrees with it. Oh, someone definitely agrees. Yeah. (laughs) You can always Um, find a somebody who agrees. I think that Lover is my favorite album. (laughs) You won't find someone who agrees on this podcast, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, looked right over at Shelby. I was like, "Mm, Shelby, because we talked about it. I didn't want to say it. Don't shame I'm me, okay? Kidding. No, I mean, it has some of her best songs, so I can't yeah. fault you for it. It just yeah. also has some of her and, weirdest, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, I feel like if you know me, just like yeah. a very pink album is in like pur- purplish candy, <laughs> yes. candy yeah. uh, yes. colored album is kind of my thing, you know? <laughs> yes, that's fair. I, I can respect that. Um, I guess reputation probably wasn't your vibe. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny though? I did I did like it and I did go to the concert. My husband is actually a way huger Swifty than I am. And <laughs> what? he didn't like reputation at all. Like right. he never he like wouldn't listen to it. So, uh, you know. Did he but like he Lover? Went to the ni- he did like Lover. He went to 1989 like five times. So, yes. you know. My kind of guy. Yeah. That was that was crazy. And that was like like we had just barely met. Like I wasn't drag. I wasn't dragging him. We only went to one of them together. <laughs> okay, I would have broken yeah. up with him if he didn't take me to all five. Like, <laughs> did, he, well, did he? Well, we like see- weren't even dating yet. Yeah. Oh, did he not go to the Reputation tour? He didn't. But I don't oh, wow. know. Part of it's because he's like really cheap, and so yeah. like I, it was like one thing to pay for me to go with all my friends and another thing to like spend yeah. that extra money on the ticket for I feel like part of it was because we'd recently combined finances and yeah. you're like wow this is a lot of money <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no I I would have been curious it. to see how he would have compared the two because yeah. I love 1989 and I think 1989 uh, I don't know the album question's way harder than favorite song for me but mm-hmm. I think the reputation tour just blew 1989 out of the water oh yeah, oh, so it was good. so good. Yes. So yes. good. Well, okay, so um, <laughs> Shelby, I know I got off on a, off on a tangent, but Shelby, where did this song, Nobody No Crime, line up with you? 
I mean, I remember liking it. I Evermore was like a harder album for me, which we talked about on like yeah. PS You're Wrong and everything too. Um, so it's been much more of a slow burn where I've liked a lot of the songs more now than I did at first listen. Um, Nobody, No Crime is one that I think I liked more then and like I'm less interested in revisiting now. Mm-hmm. Um, not really for any reason. Like I think it's a good song and I can see why people like it. Um, it's just more like... I don't know. It's like it's like seeing a movie and you like it, but you're like, oh well, I don't need to like revisit it because I know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, you you know how, how the story yeah. ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also think um, this one drew attention because it obviously featured the Heim sisters, sort of, if we call it a feature. Mm, ish. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, more than Marin Morris's feature on yeah, um, Fearless. Um, you know what? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to say maybe part of the reason that it like doesn't like stick with you as much is because to me, it made me think of like, um, what was that Carrie Underwood song? Oh, Uh, Before uh, He Cheats. cheats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like (laughs) these kind of songs, I know, but I feel like these kind of songs are like such good, like. I don't know when you're like a single woman mm. and you're like mad at like you're your like, yes, ex or whatever, you man. know? Yeah. And so like, I feel like maybe like right now as like a happily married woman with a baby and like, you don't want to kill your husband. <laughs> well, what's you your know? excuse, like, Leah? And, this is one of your favorite songs. <laughs> and, and you're not listening to true crime podcasts every yeah, day. Yeah. So murder <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. in the back of your mind every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but this is the only one on Evermore that Taylor Swift wrote by herself. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah. uh, can you tell, does that bode well or bad for it? I That'll be interesting to discuss, but I do think it's fun. <laughs> does that bode well or yeah. bad for Joe? <laughs> yeah. She's like, not she woke up with an idea. Um, <laughs> but this is one she talked about a lot. It's one reviewers talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes, <laughs> it's part of the reason that Evermore feels so just like disjointed it comes right after um tolerate it and then followed immediately by happiness so it's like what what's happening here i totally get it tolerate it she finds like she's in this marriage that she that she feels like the guy has to tolerate her then she realizes wait he's cheating on me um i'm gonna kill him him. he ends up killing her (laughs) and then happiness is him being like oh there was happiness before you there's happiness after you I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> do you, I don't know. You, do you believe that? Or no. I guess no. <laughs> I guess I'm just it I could be Taylor Swift psychologically it. being like, I'm unhappy in this marriage. I'm gonna One daydream time. about murdering him. Yep. But now yep. I realize I can just leave and I'll find happiness yep. after. <laughs> it's like that rage in the middle of like, yeah, she's like you know, the, the different steps of denial. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sadness, anger, and then <laughs> <laughs> then you just you forget about it um well i guess a little behind the scenes about the song is she said she talked about this one with entertainment weekly um where she explained why she was working with Este, who is her friend and she asked she wanted to put her name in the song which she did you know with blake lively's kids in folklore and she asked her you know her favorite chain restaurant wrote in olive garden and then after the song was written she sent it to the Heim sisters and said, would you want to sing on it? And they said, mm-hmm. immediate yes. Um, immediately, yes. Okay, um, but- <laughs> I have a question about the Heim sisters, though. There's three yeah. of them, yes? Yes. Yeah. Only two of them are singing on it. I know, such drama. Is, 
Is that supposed to be like a maybe they weren't available or like, oh, that's the dead one, even though S <laughs> was the one who was singing who died. I don't know. I just don't know yeah, why, no. why all three. I know. It was weird. Anyone... I don't I don't know it's, if Yoshi it's been knows. answered. I feel like it must be just a situation of timing or or maybe the other. I don't know. I mean, you can't even I'm hear not, them anyway. So like... Do they all sing or does one of them just play instruments? I think one of them plays instruments, maybe. I think oh, okay. I think I've seen them. I'm not a huge high. I like high am, but I'm, I'm not, I don't like stock them like Taylor. I think one of them plays instruments. <laughs> I've seen them perform live in it, like not live <laughs> during Corona. <laughs> I've seen them prov- perform on MTV live. <laughs> and I think one of them plays, but don't quote me. I you have didn't not done see my them on the on 1989 this. tour. Um, if they were not in Philadelphia, mm. I don't remember what city twice they did. or. Or if they were not in Dallas, then nope. I have not seen them. <laughs> you don't remember. So hopefully they didn't because that I, I don't think be they very were. rude. They were. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I guess the other detail she shared was, um, well, no, that's the whole story. I don't know. It, well, they made it. It's fun fine. Fact about, made it. Fun fact about this is, you know, you're not a – True crime podcast junkie, but Crime Junkie, which is a really popular um, true crime podcast, they did an April Fool's episode where they created a fake storyline based off of Nobody No Crime. It was called Missing Esther Hollis, and Taylor shared it on her story, and she was freaking out about it. And she also said like that she she listens to true crime podcasts and she loves those Dateline shows too. So can you? imagine that would just be so exciting if taylor like screenshotted <laughs> your freaking podcast and was like i'm freaking out i was yeah oh my gosh. Maybe i'm freaking out i next. was featured on this podcast i know we need to figure out the new angle to do that mm-hmm. I, we have to do like Somehow. a tiktok or something get her attention yeah. that way yep <laughs> Oh, yeah, TikTok is a thing. Um, But like I said, Nobody, No Crime um, was a favorite of reviewers everywhere. They cited, obviously, like you said, um, Before He Cheats, but then The Chicks, Goodbye Earl, which was one I grew up on. You know, who doesn't love a child singing about murdering their husband? It's great stuff. (laughs) Um, Especially when he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Sydney Morning Herald said it was a remake of Chicago's He Had It Coming. Um, he had it coming. Yeah, <laughs> Variety thought it was the album's one pure spirit of fun moment. Um, the Stereo Gum called it willfully silly um, in like a good way. <laughs> the most country thing that Swift has done in years. Um, USA Today said it was a mischievous return of her country roots. And Billboard called it a delicious song that provides hope and levity mm-hmm. amidst the mm-hmm. album's mm-hmm. emotional wreckage. So, <laughs> I mean, something fun to know is that so it peaked on number two on Billboard Hot Country Songs and number 34 on Billboard Hot 100, which that was Hyam's first entry into the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? One thing I think we forgot to mention is that the CEO of Olive Garden flipped his shiz that he was mentioned. So thank <laughs> Esty for mentioning Olive Garden as one of her favorite chains. Um, uh, bless, I think a lot of bless his heart. I know. I think a lot of people that week went to um, 
Olive Garden on a Tuesday to drink some wine and meet with their friends. <laughs> it did. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. always down for their Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and their so unlimited breadsticks and soup. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Now just I'm don't just hungry. Tell- I skipped don't- lunch. <laughs> oh, don't tell anyone that I eat there be- at work because I was at an event and they were all like, ooh, Olive Garden. And I just went there the night before because I was craving Oh, it. well, you should talk to Matt from PSU Wrong because he goes regularly to the Times oh. Square Olive Garden, okay. which is just a travesty because you live in New York City <laughs> and you're going to yes. the most overpriced yep. restaurant in the Worst neighborhood, but he dragged mm-hmm. his coworkers there the other week because well, he lives at Olive Garden life. It's only when I'm craving it. I don't go there all the time, um, <laughs> but only when I'm – like sometimes I'm just like, I really want their breadsticks. But yeah. I have coworkers <laughs> who like, if you go there ever – they they judge you so yeah well <laughs> i'm married to a judger because for valentine's day you know it was like covid the height of covid or, or yeah. maybe it was our anniversary i don't know there was an event where we couldn't go anywhere but i was like i want all garden he's like for our special occasion and i was like mm. yeah and i got the alfredo and the breadsticks and the salad and i was so happy and he got the lasagna and it was frozen in the middle and burnt <laughs> on the sides and he was like i'm never eating here again like i'm sorry i okay. can't i Rob, I understand that. If France <laughs> wanted to go to Olive Garden for a special occasion, even order out, I'd be like, uh, no. Uh, no, 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 no. It was a moment. I was pregnant at the time, so I was very much like, Pay what I Penny want wants. what I want. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Yeah, I there was that. no swaying me, okay? So well, it was it good. make you want to kill him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the song this week of course you guys all know this is evermore no body no crime i'm reading today so leah sometimes i have a hard time reading so <laughs> good luck. you know hopefully i can do this fine so we get into the intro and this is Haim singing he did it he did it and you have all of these um sirens going on so if you are driving your car when yeah. this goes off make sure you look at your what, what you're playing on your yeah. radio before you like pull over because that's <laughs> That's a freak out to me. Okay, a lot too. <laughs> right. <laughs> then we get into verse one with Taylor Swift. Estes, a friend of mine. We meet up every Tuesday night for dinner and a glass of wine. Estes been losing sleep. Her husband's acting different and it smells like infidelity. She says, that ain't my Merlot on his mouth. That ain't my jewelry on her joint account. No, there ain't no doubt. I think I'm going to call him out. Blah. Start a great <laughs> murder mystery infidelity. Yeah. I mean, it's a great setup. I think she she said in her album, like YouTube Q&A, that she's like a huge true crime podcast documentary mm-hmm. person. Um, and she just wanted to write this. And I think it does play into that like more old school Taylor vibe of like this should have said no, like country twang. Like there's something really simplistic about this story but immediately you're catching where you're like "Ooh, (laughs) color me intrigued (laughs) (laughs) yes um i wonder if she it was during quarantine and she got on that tiger king buzz yeah how carol king's is it carol king is that her name or i don't know her last name carol carol's uh carol baskin um her, her first husband no one can find his body 
maybe she <laughs> that would maybe this really, is she should have done a more on nose interpretation of that story <laughs> i would have welcomed it <laughs> the the missing what is it fish oil that she uses to yes. lure the tigers over <laughs> yeah. i, I would have loved it. it um but yeah no i mean i think what's interesting about this verse is that some people some people want to tie this song to ivy and um tolerate it because Mm -hmm. in her album notes taylor said there's an unhappily ever after anthology of marriages gone bad that includes infidelity ambivalent toleration and even murder so it seems to directly address ivy um tolerate it and then nobody no crime which i don't think means they're connected but just thematically they're about sad marriages um but Mm -hmm. some people read this that ain't my merlot on his mouth and think of the line in Ivy where she says, you're drinking my husband's wine. So I'm trying to remember the the tangled web this would mean is that Ivy would be from the perspective of the mistress mm-hmm. who's singing about her husband as she's having an affair with this guy who is the spouse of nobody, no crime. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is just <laughs> chaos chaos but that, that, that doesn't work because then she moves in with him what, yeah you know? so mm-hmm. like if she had her own husband did they kill both i have my you guys <laughs> oh, I have, yeah that's true i do have a theory on the mistress at the very end that i'll tell you oh and okay okay there's a theory i i thought up at the very end um so i got the the that ain't my more low on his mouth as he has red on his mouth and it's not wine it's oh. a lipstick. Like, hey, that's so you're not my it. wine. That ain't that's my lipstick. Merlot on his uh, mouth. And I read it as that. Yeah, that, that ain't not my Merlot. <laughs> oh, he, blood. He's like a vampire. <laughs> he's like sucking to her blood. He's like, out there. Whoa. He's out there killing with this mistress, and they're like serial killers, <laughs> and they're just going around killing people. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's like a Dexter type. And also, um, okay, jewelry, okay, guys, girls. If, if you want to hide an affair, you do not buy something at Tiffany's or at, I don't know where they would have gone, the small town, um, Claire's. I don't know. <laughs> you don't buy some like some jewelry on a joint account. And if you do, you take cash out and you buy it. So there's not a record of it. Like, come on. The pro tip from Ashley. <laughs> All my cheating. I'm like, hey. <laughs> well, you know, I did just see a TikTok about a woman who found out her boyfriend was cheating on her because she got a credit card charge to an Etsy jeweler and was like, that's not even my name on that necklace. And it turns out he just stupidly used the wrong credit card. Oh, so she got a a receipt in her email on the credit card because the credit card doesn't really line up because on the credit card, I've gotten lots of Etsy charges on my credit card. Saying Etsy. Well, I think she followed up with the oh, the, the Etsy creator is the one who made the video and was like, oh, you're trying to scam me, like pretending that you're trying to get double orders by saying it wasn't your name. But then they found out oh. this isn't worth the aside, but they found out that he he purchased it for another girl. Okay. And she uh. had called to be like, what's this order? I never ordered anything with you. Oh, Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I love TikTok because of this kind of stuff. There is this woman. I don't know if any of you guys are f- following her. And I'm not. F- I, I'm following her now, but I've lost her story. But she found out that her husband was cheating on her. And she, like, got her two best friends. And they started a TikTok about it. And they were just, like, complaining about it. And they, like, confronted him. And they had all these, like, 
all this like all those receipts that he was cheating on her and it was just like a big shit show going down and she was like calling him out it was just the see best i just TikTok don't trust ever. tiktok anymore i think it's all <coughs> this staged was, I this think was it's way before fake. this was this was before like because i've seen stage stuff but this was not okay. staged like you can okay. kind of tell all the stage stuff like because it's like acted but this girl was just like pissed off and it was just it it was it was raw like i could tell awesome. that this this was raw because i can i like Lance will send me all these TikToks and tell me about all these stories about, oh, yeah, then this happened with this girl. I'm like, that's fake. It's just a girl like, just <laughs> talking through her trauma of her. Like, yeah. she's not – the husband's not on it. Husband's on it They're once. They're like, follow me for part two. Yeah. Yeah. It's like – so it's not like – they're not, like, doing skits. It's her, like, talking about it on her TikTok. Yeah. She has a rant and it slowly got all of this, um, this background. But anyways – it's just um, making anyways. me think I should be checking my credit card statement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never do. My husband's always like, oh, what did you buy? And I never check what he bought. <laughs> hey. I should. know. That's how I feel is I used to manage the finances and then COVID happened and we didn't do anything. So I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But then Rob was like, oh, yeah, I need to stop buying lunches. And I'm like, you've been going out to eat at work? Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know this anymore. I need to start tracking this again. <laughs> <laughs> need to see where this is going yeah um, i'm not too worried about lance although yeah. <laughs> he tracks me on my iphone which i track him but i track him because i want to know like when he like only because he tracked me and then yes. i uh, use it speaking when, of yes you you can track me and you never allowed me to track you <laughs> i know i know i, know, I, I don't say, let anyone track me but i track um rob and my sister so <laughs> I, I just feel like really like the fact that Lance like wants to track me and he does like one time. Well, thankfully, one time I got an Uber <laughs> and I put in my home address, but it was the apartment before I moved to my ha- oh. like into my second my second move. And so Lance was tracking me on on the iPhone and I was like asleep and he's like, why are you on at Dunlavey Street? And I woke up <laughs> and the guy's turning into the apartment complex. I'm like, oh, oh, no. But then also I was at work one time and like was two hours late from getting home and he was like where are you and he was like blowing up my phone i didn't have my phone with me i called him and he was so mad because i could be dead in a ditch somewhere oh yeah poor guy no you probably thinks i'm cheating on him probably because i'm hanging <laughs> yeah. out with, with there's some anxiety there with yeah single friends i'm like no honey no i you exhaust <laughs> me i don't want another man in my life no way. No he way. He is Esty. He's losing sleep. He he's is. He's going to Olive Garden complaining. He's going to call me out. Yeah. He's going to get he's going to get with his with his two best friends he plays League of Legends with and he's going to say, <laughs> "I think he did it, but I just can't prove it. I think he did yeah. it, but I just can't prove it. I think he did it, but I just can't prove it. Nobody no crime, but it ain't letting up until the day I die." And then of course, we're going into the the post chorus. No, no. I think he did it. No, no, he did it. And then <laughs> it goes into like my little sing song. <laughs> it goes into yeah. verse two, Taylor Swift. Estee wasn't there Tuesday at Olive Garden at her job or anywhere. He reports her missing. And I noticed when I passed his house, his truck has got some brand new tires and his mistress moved in. Sleeps in Estee's bed and everything. No, there ain't no doubt. Somebody's going to catch him out because goes into the chorus i think he did it over and over and over again but i ain't letting up until the day i die nobody no okay crime. this is a good question though like yes. if your spouse died and you got life insurance money what would be the first thing you buy because i don't think it would be tires <laughs> oh no no so i think with the tire situation so before he cheats 
um let's think about all these country stuff is like when you're mad at someone who like cheats on you you either scratch their car you slash their tires like think of like he loves his truck. Mm. So what I think happened is she slashed his tires because she's uh, going. Yeah. She said she's going to call him out. So I think what happened was she called him out. He ended up murdering her. She had already slashed his tires, and he had to get a new set pair set of tires. That's oh, my. That's I, I my was hunch. thinking that was his like splurge of like, ooh, my wife no. is dead. I'm getting new tires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, this chick or, never let me. Upgrade. Or he got new tires because wherever he dumped her body, something happened. Like the truck oh. tire tracks where the body's dumped. There's like mm. so many different things. Like he's either trying to hide mm. his tracks or she slit his tires. There's so many things to think of because I thought that was random too. But when I'm thinking about, oh, let's say, you know, they find her, find her tr- truck like in the in Florida or something, her her body, and then there's tire tracks leading out to where her body was dumped. They're gonna go look at his tires. I don't know. Or she slid those him. Are, I think yeah. both of those because she <laughs> called him out. That's my... I Yeah, I like that. I mean, I think that's what's fun about these sort of narrative songs she sometimes does where it's just this fictional story. Like You mm-hmm. Belong With Me, but sort of the opposite in genre and <laughs> Pic- form. Yeah. Pictures to burn. Um. I think this is very like pictures to burn, but like the adult version. Yeah. But what like, I mean is, is this has a very like forward moving um, narrative where it's like yeah. rising and falling action and it feels very scripted and storybook-esque and um and I think she has these fun little details like Olive Garden and the tires and all the stuff so it does feel like this true crime narrative where you're just grasping at straws because you don't actually have any proof right like this Mm -hmm. is all uh, hearsay you know nobody no crime because there is no crime yet and I think um I think that's what's interesting, especially as someone who's more reticent towards true crime, where I'm just like, sometimes these people are just like making stuff up and they're making it more messy and they're muddling Mm -hmm. the investigation. And it's like, you guys are just like pulling things out of thin air. Mm -hmm. And so it is funny that this girl is just like connecting dots, which obviously there is this logical through line you can um, do, but it's also possible that, you know, sometimes... uh, I don't know. It's like you don't know exactly what happened, but we can all sit here and like, oh, it's insurance. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hiding a crime. You know, that sort of thing. So I think it's fun that it is kind of this mm-hmm. splashy tabloidy um, reporting of a crime when actually she has no details. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It, it, it's a lot like the Gabby. Well, the Gabby case right now, um, before they had found her body, like, it blew up on social media and TikTok and people were some of these facts that people are throwing out on the internet were true, but you had a lot of these people throwing out these random conspiracy theories that like came out of nowhere. And so, and I'm sure sent them into the FBI, sent them into the police. And it was just like, because it was such a high profile case and it still is, people were just drowning under so many um, theories that people had. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, I have a question for you guys though. Okay, so my question for all of you guys is if you could get away the perfect murder, have you thought about it and how would you do it? <laughs> um, okay, well, yes. Well, now you're asking <laughs> Leah to give away her. her idea. But mm-hmm. yeah, incriminate I know, but what, what if I need to use this? Yeah. <laughs> this is only on our Patreon, so who's going to listen? No, no, this one isn't actually, Things so everyone's going to listen. Forever. Um, let's see. I think, I feel like the perfect crimes, the ones that I think they actually have a chance of getting away with, I, I just, it seems harder and harder to do it in this day and age. Mm -hmm. 
the closest you can get is something like Gabby Petito where you're in the wilderness and so you can make it look like an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, she fell off a cliff. Like, I think tons of bros have gotten away with murder that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have to completely destroy all evidence, which would mean, like, wood chipping them into the ocean, you know, like, well, but then no, you'd also have to make style. sure there's no, there's nothing tying you to them for the past interactions either. Mm-hmm. But that's why um, nobody no crime is so good because like a boat is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. losing a body in the water is amazing. And like yeah. their body could just disappear forever. <laughs> unless, yeah. unless you're Dexter and a storm comes up and just pushes <laughs> all the bodies back into the into the land. So you got to think about it. Yeah, got to think about it. I told Lance. So I always ask Lance. I always ask Lance these questions like, um, "What would you do if this happened? What would you do if this if this happened?" And he's the type of kid who like looks down on other kids in the play yard for playing Power Rangers growing up because he had no imagination. And mm. so I asked him like, <laughs> "If you could kill me." With, you know, with getting away with it, how would you kill me? And he was like, I don't know. Like, no, tell me. And this is one of our our first big fights is that he would not tell me how he would kill me. I'm like, but why? I know how I would kill you. And he was like, how would you kill me? And I was like, I put bees in the car because you're allergic to bees. And he looked over at me and he's like, I'm not that allergic. I'm like, crap. Like, he's going to find a bee in the car one day and think that I put it in there to kill him. Like, allergic reaction. That's how you'll, you're, you'll die. So, that's Yeah, I guess that's I haven't mean. thought about how I would murder Rob. I haven't thought so much about how, but I know why. I would definitely do it for money. <laughs> okay, for money. Yeah. Well, Lance has, right now, with his job, has a pretty big um, life insurance policy. So, I told him, like, if you're going to die die in the next two years you gotta die in the next two years okay okay do it for he's us like, yeah. Whoa. so if he dies everyone's gonna think that i killed him for life insurance you guys that's gonna yeah. be it because i've said it around all of our friends like yeah. there's no if lance dies it's gonna be me and i i obviously could not get away with a murder because i have corgi hair all over me so mm. if any of you want to frame me for a murder put corgi hair on on the corpse and people will be like that's ashley because i always have corgi hair somewhere on me well can't you trace the dna of a corgi i d- it depends on it if it came out by specific to your corgis it, i mean if it, if it came out by the root or if it didn't i don't know oh. depends well, on how i'm pretty like, sure that are. like i have corgi hair on me from when i last saw them like eight months ago <laughs> so there's not so that corgi hard to get her hair <laughs> Just be like, yeah. yeah, so frame me for that. So, and, you know, the way Taylor Swift decides to get away with murder, we'll go into verse two. Good thing my daddy made me get a boating license when I was 15, and I've cleaned enough house to know how to cover up a scene. Good thing Essie's sister is going to swear she was with me, Shelby. Oh, she was with me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Good thing his mistress took out a big life insurance policy. That's they the think key. she did it, but they just can't prove it they think she did it but they just can't prove it she thinks i did it but she just can't prove it nobody no crime i wasn't letting up until the day he nobody no crime i wasn't letting up till the day he nobody no crime i wasn't letting up till the day he died boom so So is that a good friend or is that someone incapable of moving on you know the one that's not gonna. Which one? Like the one. The, the one. Who, she who killed yeah. him. Do you want or, Taylor Swift as a friend, or would you rather your friend not murder a human being? 
It depends if he killed uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Your I mean, justice I, at all costs. Yeah. If he killed okay. me, I think it's worth it. <laughs> See, I feel like I'd be like, I'd want the cycle of abuse to stop, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. Because I don't believe, him. I don't believe people get away with crimes anymore. Like, I think it's really, really, really hard. Obviously, it's like, maybe it takes a long time. But so I think it's be very hard to clean up a scene. Like, I <coughs> I don't know. I just feel like she'd be caught eventually. get away with it? Okay. <laughs> In your circumstance, if Rob kills you, like, what about Penny? You know, it's like I'd have to kill Rob to save Penny from being raised <laughs> by a murderer. Like, a psychopath. Okay. Yeah. Like, double jeopardy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's fair. I guess, yeah, it would be rough. I mean, okay, is so- he... Yeah, yeah, I can see that mm-hmm. reasoning, mm-hmm. but it's also like, do you think the courts? I I guess yeah, it's tough to trust the the um, justice system, but I don't know. It it just seems like a lot to take on a murder because I think it's a lot harder than it used to be. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like well, even now you have like people who like. Um, who killed people in the 80s who yeah. are now getting caught from genetics, DNA, and mm-hmm. Ancestry.com. So it's yeah. kind of like, oh, <laughs> like I can get caught for something I did in the 80s and I thought that I'm in my 70s right now and I, now I'm going to jail and probably executed in California. Like it's just Whoa. like, yeah, calling out a case. Um, but yeah. it's just crazy. It's yeah, it, it solves a lot of things, but it's also kind of like, you have to be so particular and so like OCD not to leave any traces behind. Yeah. It's like the goodbye Earl narrative for some reason works better for me because one, you have a police force who's not motivated to solve the crime, right? Because he was but a dick. This, they all know it. It's like, whatever. This police case. Let's move on. Are these people motivated though? Well, because now you have two bodies. So there's a linked, yeah. there's a chain of, effect happening here and so I feel like it becomes more messy because now they're like well wait did the mistress kill the wife to get with the husband to get a life insurance policy to then kill the husband too because that's like a very convoluted plan Mm -hmm. and so logically you start to look like well actually wouldn't the motivation be someone who is mad like you know I just feel like it starts to unravel very quickly that's mm-hmm, how I feel mm-hmm. about crimes. I just feel like when people are yeah. like in TV shows, they're like, oh, well, let's try and cover this up. I'm like, don't do it. Just go to the police. Go to the police. Yep. What you yes. have, like, just yeah. like get off with what you can. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. 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 So my <laughs> maybe theory I'm at risk this. Re- resistant. <laughs> so Risk-averse. one thing, that, you know, we're thinking about like there is no, you know, they think that he did it. They think he killed Esty, but they don't have like a hundred percent assurance that he actually did it. My thought, and this isn't like, I'm not like still on this, but I was thinking when I was reading this is what if the the girl did it? What if he had the girl kill Esty instead mm. of, so he had no trace to it. Yes. His tires were slit. Yes. He had to get new tires, but what if, you know, the mistress. The, the mistress killed it. So she does go to jail, but like, shouldn't you? I don't know. Just do, do your checks. See where she was. See what they were doing. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's messy. <laughs> I feel like it. Um, it's like a fun story because it's pretty straightforward, and it's like, it's a fun <laughs> refrain of like, especially to the words the end with like the bridge. It all builds up. It's all fun. Um, yeah. So I like that it is kind of just this cheesy in a good way 
kind of simplistic overview of the vibe of true crime. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in reality, a lot of the stories are really sad and um, gruesome and kind of tragic and uh, not not fun songs to put on in your car as you like drive to the grocery store to like, go about your day to day. He did it. Uh, <laughs> this did one, it. Yeah, this one's like yeah. fun. Yeah. It's like he got what he deserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good mm-hmm. for her. A ride or die kind of friend. I am, <laughs> I'm glad she's able to put her skills to use and like really accomplish something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm happy for Esty's friend. Um, R.I.P. Esty. Yeah. I mean, the sequel would, in my mind, be a woman who's now tortured with the crime she did while still waiting for answers on what he did because now he's gone and he can't he can't solve the riddle you know so i, I feel like she's hold up on that though i don't i think <laughs> yeah. in her mind she's answered he killed her like she's yeah. not like a but did he do it like she's well not she's even that but piece. there's no body she doesn't know what happened like there's no there's no closure even oh, if yeah. she does feel that it's a hundred percent likely oh. he did it like and she still doesn't ties have in. answers it ties yeah. into closure oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh this whole evermore is just about Esty. a murder. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we're gonna have to do a family tree of how they all relate yes. to each other. Mm-hmm. Break it mm-hmm. down. Break it down. Maybe the mistress is Dorothea, and Dorothea's <laughs> husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a small town, you know. Someone's mm-hmm. got to yep. die there sometime. Yep, small town murders. Those are the yeah. best ones. You get a podcaster out there. They solve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and Taylor Swift's BFF, uh, Selena Gomez, is in a true crime oh, yeah. comedy oh, series. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Is it, was it, is it worth watching? I've watched watching? a couple episodes. It's, it's fun. great. Oh, good. Good. I'm I'll glad it gets, it. it's, it, it's on it's Hulu. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's well, it called? Because only murders in the building. It's okay. about. It's about a solving, podcaster. Uh, well, yeah. They're, they have a, they have a true crime podcast oh. and they're solving crime <laughs> okay hello there you go i'm gonna watch it like yeah. maybe we should all become murderers we, will, we need a murder a murder to happen for us to solve yes. it but you know <laughs> other I mean, than that minor detail <laughs> we can create one we can be we can create a, a oh, we can wow. kill someone yes. and then a podcast <laughs> about it but then people won't think it's us yeah, I'm not, i can't it. have my name associated with this episode <laughs> i <laughs> We're setting ourselves up for a lot of questions we ask down the road if anything were to happen. So t- so just to let you know, Leah went missing. You guys, so we're going to close out the episode without her. Hopefully she's not dead. We don't have to kill yeah. her husband. So we're going to close out this yes. episode. I've been on video this whole time. You can see I did no crime. I do not want to be associated with this if anything has gone wrong. Um, Leah, thoughts and prayers are with you. Um, but of course, we're excited to see how they can come together and do their Patreon podcast um, to be announced at a later date. Uh, just wetting the appetite now. But um, until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And um, Taylor, I mean, <laughs> props to you, ride or die, honestly. <laughs> you can kill anyone for me. <laughs> yeah.